Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. You know what I find real funny, y'all? When I go into my podcast thing, it takes me to a dashboard and it shows me how many listens I had from previous podcasts. So yesterday, the title was, I know that gospel, so I don't need to read it, was like so low on the listening numbers. And I'm laughing because I'm sure those people who didn't listen to it thought, oh, well, I'm, I know I should read the gospel all the time and just didn't listen to the podcast. Ah, it like had the opposite effect. Hmm. Something to think about for me. Okay. But today we have a cornucopia of stuff. Cornucopia. What does that mean? Well, let's look it up because I am definition woman. By the way, don't be ashamed or embarrassed that you have to go out into the to the dictionary on the web and look stuff up. You should, because sometimes I actually find that I didn't really know the word, the definition of that word. So cornucopia, all I can think of is this little horn thing that's on a table at Thanksgiving filled with a bunch of, you know, different vegetables like pumpkins and acorns and squashes. It's a cone-shaped ornament or receptacle and it's a representation of a goat's horn overflowing with fruit, flowers, and grain, signifying prosperity. Okay, well, I want to say that this reading today is a cornucopia. God is telling us so much in these readings, the first reading. And so we're going to go through, not going to elaborate a ton, but we're going to go through and kind of stop and discuss each one as we go through. We're in Proverbs 21, 1 through 6, 10 through 13. Like a stream is the king's heart in the hand of the Lord. Wherever it pleases him, he directs it. All the ways of a man may be right in his own eyes, but it is the Lord who proves hearts. Okay, so this means all the ways of a man may be right in his own eyes. So you and I may be thinking we're living pretty stinking good, that we are being holy and we are doing God's will. But it's only God who proves hearts. In other words, only God knows our hearts. It's like looking at someone who seems 
like they are the most holy person you've ever met. They even have an aura about themselves. But then you find out later that this person was a complete fraud, a sham. Behind the scenes, he or she was a mortal sinner, an evildoer. You and me, you and I, not sure exactly. (laughs) Why do I always have my English, you know, stuff coming out? My English dirty laundry coming out on this podcast all the time. We, how about that? We don't know what other people's hearts really are about. There could be selfish, evil, harmful intentions, but yet they look like they're totally holy. Let's not be that. And let's not fool ourselves that we are good. I don't want us to think as bad about ourselves as maybe like St. Teresa of Avila. You know, where I'm a worm. I don't deserve any of your love, God. And in the end, we really don't. But I like to take a more <laughs> humane approach, less, less wormly approach. You know, God, you know exactly my flaws. So that's why I need you. You can be humble without making yourself be a worm crawling in the ground. Okay. Moving on. To do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. Now, back in the day, they were sacrificing animals. And it was part of their ritual, part of their worship. And that blood of that sacrifice was to eliminate sins, right? Not real. Oh, there's the right again. I caught it. I hope you're hearing a difference and I hope I'm catching it. Okay, back to dead animals and blood everywhere. That was part of the worship, part of the ritual process. But God's like, look, I just want you to do right and just things. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't look at at that animal that's going to save you. You know, you've got to save you. Oh, train. Don't know if you can hear that. Haughty eyes and a proud heart. The tillage of the wicked is sin. So when you're filled with pride, when you've got haughty eyes, haughty. Let's, sorry, that's a big old train. I'm sure you can hear that. Okay, haughty definition. Sorry, I'm doing this on the fly. Scornfully and condescendingly proud. High, lofty, bold. Disdainfully or contemptuously proud. Arrogant and overbearing. So let's go back. Haughty eyes and a proud heart, the tillage of the wicked is sin. So he's basically saying, those of you who are filled with pride and over-arrogant about yourself, all you do is sin. The plans of the diligent are sure of profit, but all rash 
haste leads certainly to poverty. So here it's be diligent, plan. I think about that, that Bible verse where they're going to build, but who the heck builds without putting the plans together, without knowing how much it's going to cost, how much labor you have to do? You don't. So if you're rash and you're hasty, right? You're going to be spiritually pop. You're going to be in poverty, spiritual poverty. You will not have taken the diligence, the time, the practice of prayer and bringing God into your life. You're just going to rush through life and you will be in poverty spiritually. Whoever makes a fortune by a lying tongue is chasing a bubble over deadly snares. <laughs> What's the, Use your imagination on this one. Whoever makes a fortune by a lying tongue is chasing a bubble over deadly snares. A bubble. Think about the word bubble in the Bible. <laughs> what a wild verse. So stop with your lying tongue. Stop with your gossiping tongue. Gossip is the last snare of the devil. And how crazy that we're talking about chasing a bubble over deadly snares. The tongue, a very small muscle, the strongest muscle, and the one that can get us in the most harm for our eternal soul. Watch what you say. Bite your tongue. Ask the Lord to help change your heart so that your speech follows. The soul of the wicked man desires evil. His neighbor finds no pity in his eyes. I was on Relevant Radio this morning. We were talking about judgment. And I say, you know, judgment is, is what happened to me was God gave me compassionate eyes. So I look at people in a pity way. Not, and I hate that word pity, but it's more of an empathetic way. Like, hey, I empathize with your suffering and with your problems and with your issues. I, I quite frankly feel for you and I... I love you for that. And I, I know that that's impacting you in some way, shape, or form. So here we are with the word pity. And if you're an evil neighbor, you're going to look at that neighbor and you're not going to see compassion in that neighbor's eyes. That neighbor is all about them. Don't be that neighbor. Don't be that neighbor. When the arrogant man is punished... The simple are the wiser. When the wise man is instructed, he gains knowledge. This one's a tough one. Okay, when the arrogant man is punished, the simple are the wiser. So we can see that arrogance, that evil ways can get caught, can be punished. And then we get wiser about people arrogant people. Maybe we don't believe necessarily what the facade is showing us that behind that facade is all this evil and corruption and sin. 
us as the wise people, right? We, I consider myself wise because God has given me wisdom, not Kendra's wisdom. I don't know squat. I really don't. But when God gives me his wisdom, I see things differently. They, they become so clear. They become so focused and I get it. It's like it clicks the aha moment. You, I'm sure you've had this along the journey where something just makes sense all of a sudden. And that is God's wisdom. So when we are instructed, we gain knowledge because we're not arrogant. We take instruction. We allow God to give us whatever he wants. And more of it, please, Lord. <laughs> Especially if it's grace. The just man appraises the house of the wicked. There is one who brings down the wicked to ruin. Again, we know Jesus <laughs> is who's going to save us and who's going to be the judge. And then he who shuts his ear to the cry of the poor will himself also call and not be heard. Holy cow. He who shuts his ear to the cry of the poor will himself also call and not be heard. I was just talking about this this morning on Relevant Radio. I feel God calling me to get out there in a different way. And what do I mean by that? Well, to get out there and maybe go to, why am I not figuring this out in my head? Uh, soup kitchen. Go serve the poor in a very intimate way, face to face maybe having conversations with them, getting to know them. I feel like God's calling me to go, I don't know, outside of the church, to bring Jesus to those on the fringe, if you will. I just don't know exactly how to find them. I know that there are soup kitchens where I live. I just need to Take that next step, right? Make that call. Talk to my husband. Maybe my husband will want to do it with me. I don't know. But I'm feeling that I need to reach out again to the poor. Not because God's not going to hear my cry when the time comes, but because I just feel like I'm, I'm maybe not touching everyone that I want to, the ones who really need it. So if you think about the whole thing that we read here. The whole reading, there are so many gems. It's a cornucopia of teachings, of enlightenment. And we should all reflect, go back and read the readings. Because God's going to be speaking to you differently than he's going to be speaking to me or anybody else who's listening to this. Something may have come out of this that you said, whoa, go back because that's God. Don't ignore the spirit who's shaking you, who's moving you, who's trying to get you to pay attention, but you're just not. We are in constant development. If we stay still, we stay where we are. We are honestly 
regressing. There's no other way to look at it. If we are not progressing with something, spiritual reading, spiritual reading in a book, spiritual reading in a Bible, prayer courses, mental prayer, things that more adoration, attending mass in a reverent way, staying before, going early, praying the rosary in a meditative way, praying with people, going to events. I mean, I don't know, a lot of different things we can be doing to deepen our spiritual walk and our relationship with God. We will never understand him. We know that, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't be trying. Because the more that we seek him, everything else will be given to us. I'm not going to stop with a prayer because I really want your prayer to be yours today. I really want you to read the readings, sit with God and say, Lord, speak. Your servant is listening. Humbly help me pray. Humbly give me the grace to hear what you want me to do today and to actually do it. Because with you, Lord, I can do anything. But without you, I can do nothing. So let's get rid of our arrogant, haughty selves and let's have a moment of true reflection so that God can put on our heart what we really are. If you remember, only the Lord proves the heart. You and I think we're all that in a bag of chips. And we're not. So we need the Lord <laughs> to center us in reality and to show us what we need to work on. And then it's up to us to humbly ask him in and to allow his grace to flow. I love you guys so much. It's so incredible to walk with you. And I hope that you find encouragement every day and some challenging aspects as well, because that's what it's all about. And sometimes we need to hear it over and over and over again before we actually make that step to change. It's like you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. I know they say the old proverbial bottom, you know, hit rock bottom. Well, sometimes you do need to get there before you say, okay, you know what? I can't do this anymore. This is just stupid. <laughs> Why am I living like this? This is just dumb. And obviously it's not working. I'm miserable. Think about what God wants you to focus on that will make you a happier, better, more loving person that will impact those around you in ways that you couldn't even imagine, but it's visible. They can see it in you. Could be physical. Could be emotional. Maybe you're not letting your feelings take you for the roller coaster every other minute of every day could be that beautiful sense of peace in the worst circumstances ever where you completely trust God and you know that good's going to come out of this. 
we are the light, as we talked about yesterday. Not to be shoved under a lampstand, under a bushel, actually to be put on a lampstand, not to be put under a bushel basket. And most of the time we put the bushel basket on ourselves. <laughs> we prevent ourselves from being what God is waiting for us to ask him to help us be. So let's not be afraid of the change. Let's go embrace it because honestly, on the other side of this sin, of this temptation, of this vice that is crawling around in your head because God's already put it there. You can kick it to the curb with him. When you're on the other side, you'll realize how easy it was. Because you didn't do it yourself. You actually didn't do much. You gave it to God and you worked with God and you fell back on God and you cried out to God and you screamed to God and you yelled at God. You got mad. You know, you did all these things with God. But in the end, God's the only one that's going to transform you. And that heart of yours, which is that big old rock. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little bit pumped for my relevant radio thing this morning. You might sense a little bit more energy in me today. Early 610 segment. So yeah, I've been up for a while. Okay, everyone. Go find something more with that beautiful, almighty, majestic God. And have a blessed and inspired day.